0: what do you know? It's time to get back together. Good morning, Magnificat Radio, Magnificatmedia.com. This is your morning tradition with Mike and Lisa Austin here, where we are
1: living our faith.
0: And we welcome you to your morning tradition, Wednesday morning version, or maybe Wednesday afternoon, depending on where you are in the world and what time you're listening to us. Praise be Jesus, Mary and Joseph.
1: Now and forever.
0: We are very, very happy you could be with us today. (laughs) I just turned the music off. There we go. (laughs) I'm looking at this thing. I'm going, hey, I wonder what that knob does. Oh, apparently that turns the music off.
1: You're having a bad morning, aren't you, Mike?
0: Just explain as we began our show. (laughs) We were getting ready to go on the air and Lisa's microphone completely went out. Yeah. started making this weird noise. Weirder than what, you know, normally comes from that side of the room. Oh, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) I don't know. We had to track it down. But anyway, so a different microphone for Lisa Nader, and uh, here we go.
1: And then you go and turn the
0: music off. And then I go and turn the music off. (laughs) All right, fine. Hey, today is Paul Bunyan Day. Yay. So those of you with bunions, there you go. I thought he was a lumberjack. Yeah, he was. A mythical lumberjack with his blue ox, Babe.
1: He had a blue... Oh, yeah, he did have a yeah, blue ox. Yeah,
0: all those tall tales with the Grand call Canyon. call babe, though. Yeah, that was her name. Babe? Babe the Blue Ox.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Where's
0: your American history, Lisa? You taught the children.
1: I taught that. them the correct Catholic version. No.
0: <laughs> babe the Blue Ox. And then, and then that's how we got the Grand Canyon, they say, is that he was tired one day dragging his axe behind him. Uh-huh. That whole thing. It's, it's Paul Bunyan. Now, I don't know why it's Paul Bunyan day today. No idea.
1: Okay. Neither do I. It just
0: says here it's Paul Bunyan Day. So I don't know how you would celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you... Uh...
1: If I knew the story a little bit better, maybe I could help you, but I don't.
0: Well, it's not one story. There's a bunch of them around Paul Bunyan. Oh. There's a whole crew of stories. These were tall tales about a fictional giant lumberjack.
1: Well, I'm sorry. I don't remember that. One.
0: Okay. <laughs> about... Very, 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 about, you know, they made the griddle cakes or the pancakes where they actually put the things on their feet and they skated around on the giant griddle for them so they'd do, grease it up and all of that.
1: Didn't hear that one. I'm oh, still waiting Lisa, for the, the, Lisa, the conclusion Lisa. of the Grand Canyon. What I
0: happened? told you, he was tired one day dragging his axe behind him and it made a big gouge in the dirt.
1: Oh. That
0: was the Grand Canyon.
1: That's a tall tale.
0: That's Paul Bunyan. Oh, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Yes? Ladies and gentlemen, see what happens when public school takes over. In your mind, that's what it was. We learned all of this in school. We did. We did in Illinois. Okay. There you go. Skyscraper Appreciation Day. Again, I don't know why.
1: Skyscraper Appreciation Day. Why do we
0: have to appreciate the skyscrapers?
1: Well, look at their job, really. I mean,
0: they're cleaning windows, the
1: skyscraper, you know? That's what I envision. Wrong. Wrong. Oh.
0: <laughs> wow. What? You see what I have to deal with what? day in and day out. This is like Gracie <laughs> Allen and ja- and uh, and George Burns. No, no, My Gracie. My mom called
1: us Ricky Ricardo and I love Lucy. <laughs> yeah. You, you... I'm Lucy. you Ricky Ricardo.
0: Lucy. No, the skyscraper, the buildings, they scrape the sky. They're so tall. Lucy, that's what they oh the, the
1: building itself
0: skyscrapers.
1: Oh, Lisa's thinking
0: skyscrapers are the guys who clean the windows so high because they're <laughs> scraping <laughs> off.
1: They're cleaning the windows. You're
0: oh boy. I do know why it's National Smithsonian Day. That will come up in our history in a minute, and National S'mores Day, which doesn't need a reason. S'mores are good, so oh. boom, they get a day.
1: We can have saying. s'mores today. Let's go. Yay.
0: Let's go get a fire going. All right. So uh, coming up today, our guest, Louis Tofari will join us from com. Mm-hmm. where, uh, of course, tomorrow throughout the day, learning about the Roman liturgy, you'll catch Louis. What time, Lisa? Uh, 10 a.m.,
1: 1 p.m., 6.30 p.m., and 10 p.m.
0: I actually think today, I like...
1: Today, or tomorrow.
0: Tomorrow. You know what? I like that microphone better.
1: I, I feel like I'm, I'm missing something because the... The little pop, pop screen, screen is gone, and I, I had to always look around, and I don't. It's like it's right there in front of my face. There now. you go.
0: Lisa's using a microphone that doesn't need the pop screen. It's got a big sponge on the end of it. Yeah. And so that works. I like that, though. And
1: I can see you better. I don't have to look in between the the two frames. Which
0: is always good <laughs> when you can see me.
1: Oh, of course. Hello.
0: <laughs> so, uh, and no, but it's got a nice sound to it over there.
1: Oh, well, thank you. I
0: think I might do. Well, your voice sounds good, as always. Well, thanks. But I think I like that microphone. We might just leave that there.
1: All righty. Well, the
0: other one we have to because the other one's
1: it, it, it bit the dust.
0: It kind of did.
1: Oh, bye, bye, Mike. I
0: got to figure out where to take that thing
1: and get it fixed.
0: Well, it's it's not junk. It works. <laughs> it just has a noise. So these are the oh, things take we're it dealing to with, your guy friends. <laughs> these are the things we deal with that you don't have to worry about because it doesn't help you live your faith in any way, shape, or form. Uh, other things we're working on here for you? By the way, Lewis is coming up later. We're going to talk about words used during the liturgy. Words as part of a kind of a, a sort of a series we're going to try and do with Lewis because um, the church has given us uh, different means to uh, celebrate the liturgy. Mm-hmm. And there are the, I'm reading this list now, there are the words. That we use during the liturgy, right. sacred words, words, the gestures, sign of the cross, genuflection,
1: mm-hmm.
0: bowing of the head, uh, the objects of worship, crucifix, candles, I suppose, would be in there.
1: All oh, right, Vestments, maybe?
0: Vestments. Well, we'll see what know. Lewis says about that. And uh, the places, our churches, our chapels. But I wonder if within there, they're also meaning places like... The altar itself. Could I wonder. Be. Well, anyway, Lewis will be along today. We're going to talk about the words used during the liturgy. All right, so that's that. And then later, our friend Alyssa Lehman. Alyssa is uh, the lady behind MissileCovers.com.
1: Yes, and you can see her blog on our website, too.
0: She has a blog on our website?
1: No, the blog I did oh, for her. Oh, you did?
0: Her. Oh, got it. I'm with you, Lisa.
1: Yeah. Now I'm And following. if you're interested in it, all you have to do is... <laughs> is type in uh, Missile Covers, and
0: uh, And our blog
1: comes up. There's a link there to her site. She's got beautiful, beautiful Missile Covers that she creates. Love it. It's just awesome.
0: Right there in the I can't wait to talk to her. All right. So that's what's on the way for you today. Uh, Are anybody watching the Olympics? The Olympics? I don't know. All I saw was Michael Phelps giving the stink eye to that other guy from the other country.
1: Oh, is that what that was?
0: Yeah. Well, the guy was, like, dancing in front of him and stuff. and, and oh,
1: trying to psych him out. Yeah. Oh, come on. And Michael Phelps,
0: you know, last I knew, 19, 20 gold medals. Yeah. Yeah. You don't psych him out. That's all. <laughs> That's usually just. He's don't.
1: doing this ancient Chinese thing on his back. Did you see that?
0: No. I'm Michael sure. Phelps?
1: Yeah. You know that when you put those hot hot little suction cup things for your muscles?
0: Oh. Those round purple circles? Oh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They heat up a glass jar, and then it's supposed to suck your muscles up and, and relax the your muscles and or something? and
1: everything, yeah. That's suck- why
0: you had the purple dots. Yes. Okay. But it also is
1: supposed to heal those muscles over I in gotcha. there. I So that's why you see those purple marks. I've had that marks. done. I know you Haven't have. Haven't
0: you had that done?
1: I don't think I did. You did, though.
0: Our friend Mo Wolf, who has the bees, is also he does acupuncture and uh-huh. that stuff. It's actually pretty cool.
1: And it works it, because it worked on you, whatever he
0: did it did, it felt very good, so anyway, so Michael Phelps is getting the purple dots on. I just thought maybe he was just showing off some kind of weird thing that he was doing to us well, that's nice. hey, uh what we want to bring up right now is a quick reminder about uh, this coming Monday, August the fifteenth mm-hmm. You still have time to be be a part of the massive reparation in Oklahoma City uh, Bicentennial Park right. right there in front of the park, from what I understand is right in front of adjacent to we're kind of in front of. Uh, that Civic Center where that black mass is going to be. And this is a massive reparation at noon. Uh Lisa has distances in case you're gonna travel if you're gonna now you can fly, you can take an Amtrak train, you can take a bus, a van, Whatever. If you're driving,
1: if you're driving individually or if you can get a group of people to drive with you in a little caravan um, from Chicago, Illinois, it's about 12 and a half hours down to uh, Bicentennial Park in Oklahoma City from Richmond, Virginia. I finally said that, right? It's about 20 hours and from Boise, Idaho, 23 hours. From Corpus Christi, Texas, it's approximately nine hours. And from around Winnipeg, Canada, um, 17 and a half hours. Right. So if you want to be involved in the reparation for Our Lady because of this black mass that's going on, the mass will be at noon on Monday and you can make your plans. We've been talking about it since last Friday. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> excuse me, make your plans. And meet everybody in Bicentennial Park, and it'll you'll you'll just be there for the afternoon. Maybe then you can um, get a hotel and spend the night, and then go home the next day. Yeah. But this will fulfill your obligation for mass because they're having a solemn high mass. Wasn't it solemn high mass? I think they're just a high mass. No,
0: I think it's solemn high mass. Mm -hmm. I think. I
1: don't
0: know. Um, but it will fulfill
1: that, and you're doing something good for Our Lady. Yeah.
0: Uh, diabolical stuff going on there so that's uh, that catches us up um uh, later on a, a nifty invention in milwaukee at the airport i can explain that here in just a minute but right now lisa i want to ask you a question yes how can you know where you're going if you don't know where you've been that's why we do this day <laughs> in history any day in history day that will go down in history
2: history of this day history this day in history
0: today happens to be the 10th day of august in the year of our Lord, 2016, it's the 223rd day of this year, and it was on this day in 1519, Ferdinand Magellan's five ships set sail from Seville to circumnavigate the globe. The Basque, second in command, Juan Sebastian Elcano, Juan completed the expedition after Magellan actually died in the Philippines.
1: oh on this day in 1680, the Pueblo Revolt begins in New Mexico. This revolt eventually meant the martyrdom of 21 Franciscan missionaries and 380 Spanish laymen, women, and children.
0: 1755, under the orders of Charles Lawrence, the British army began to forcibly deport the Acadians from Nova Scotia to the 13 colonies. And guess what? I think what? I said this last year. The Acadians, you know, the ones that landed in uh, in the area of New Orleans. Yes, they're called the Cajuns. Cajuns, Acadia, Acadians. That's just short for Caj. Or that's just long for Cajuns.
1: I did not know that. There you go. On this day in 1776, American Revolutionary War. Word of the United States Declaration of Independence reaches London.
0: All right, now we're going French Revolution. Storming of the Tuileries Palace. Or Tuileries Palace? Uh, this would be Louis Sixteenth of France. He got arrested, taken into custody, and his Swiss guards were massacred.
1: On this day in 1821, Missouri became the 24th state in the United States.
0: 1846, the Smithsonian Institution was established in Washington, D.C., with funds left by British scientist James Smithson.
1: On this day in 1948, Candid Camera makes its television debut after being on radio for a year as Candid Microphone.
0: 1949, U.S. President Harry S. Truman signed the National Security Act Amendment, streamlining the defense agencies of the United States government and replaces the Department of War with the United States Department of Defense.
1: On this day, August 10th in 1969, the uh, Agent Orange Is used for the first time in Vietnam by the U.S. Army.
0: All right, and now you know exactly where you have been. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for us to take a little break. We're going to get back here and we are going to talk with Louis Tofari from RomanitasPress.com. Visit RomanitasPress.com by all means. And stick around for Lewis. We're going to talk words during the liturgy. Words that are used during the liturgy. Stephen Cox will join us with the news of the day. And Alyssa Lehman later with MissileCovers.com. All that and more here on Your Morning Tradition. Mike and Lisa Austin with you here. Magnificat Radio, media.com Where we are...
1: Living our faith.
0: Magnificat Radio at media.com <laughs> We got a little... Operatic, there, did it? You did. It's your morning tradition with Mike and Lisa Austin. This here is where we are
1: living our faith. You
0: can hear our—I don't know. I when we built the studio, you weren't supposed to hear the air conditioner, but I can hear it. Can anybody else hear it? I don't no, know. No, they can't. Oh, all right. You can't hear it? Louis Tufari joins yeah. us via well, I'm you're not gonna hear it on the phone. Yeah. I
2: mean, I'm hearing hot air, not cool air. Yeah, that's
0: me. Yeah. That's <laughs> all me. Louis Tafari from Romanitas Press once again joining us uh to chat just a little bit. And of course you hear Lewis everything.
2: I can hear the hairspray, too. Thursday yep. here
0: learning about the Roman liturgy. No, I'm hearing well, it's like a uh, it's actually warmer where you are in Kansas than it is uh than Missouri. it is here. I know Missouri, Missouri, but I'm saying Kansas City. Missouri.
2: Oh, well, actually, today it's pretty... Excuse me. <clears throat> My voice is giving out a little bit on me today. Um, actually, today, it's quite nice. Oh. Uh, a couple of days ago, it came up to about 105. Yeah. Um, yeah, today it's only it's only reached... I don't think it's even reached 80 outside yet. Oh, like, wow. like right, right for us. Yeah. So we, we finally got some relief
0: yeah, we were just um, noticing around here because we've actually had some rain and some stuff like that. We were actually just saying that today that it's it's odd this part of August to have green grass. Usually, it's all brown by now. But it's uh... hey, uh, Lewis, I know your voice is going, so I want to get right to it today. <coughs> and I wanted to talk about the word. You know, we were going to talk about the various words we use in the liturgy, sacred words of chant and uh, and things like that. But. The word liturgy itself, let's explore that a little bit, huh?
2: Oh, sure. Um, and I think it's really important for people to understand that word because then they may get a better sense of what our, um, what the Mass is about and the other ceremonies of worship that we use, uh, rituals that we use in the Church. And the word liturgy, the English word liturgy, it comes from a Greek word, a liturgia, which means surrender a public service. And in this case, public service actually kind of re- refers to for the people. Mm-hmm. And to understand that better was, um, so in the Greco time, in the Grecian time, um, there were these, uh, public services, um, that would be done on the behalf of the people. Um, so various ceremonies that were done. Um, and in Roman times, they kind of took that over. In fact, the gifts that were offered, it had to be by the rich. By the way, the rich offered up gifts for the benefit of the police or the city or society. So for us, so it was considered that you made all this money. Now you want us to honor you. You got to give something back right. for everyone's benefit. Right. And that gift that they would give was called the munua, which of course we use that term munua gifts in reference to the offerings at the altar in Christianity. It's really kind of neat. Uh, In Roman times, the Munirah kind of got out of hand, but that term later came to be applied to the public worship that is being offered uh, to God on the behalf of the entire Catholic Church for the good of society. And it's the the celebrant who is doing this mainly, because he's the mediator and the sacrificer, and he does it for the benefit of not just himself, but everyone else as well too.
1: I love it. It's beautiful. And liturgy. the main thing about
2: the liturgy is it's a social act. It's not a. It's not a private act. So even when we, <clears throat> even when we talk about so-called private masses, yes, they're mm-hmm. not technically private because every mass is a is a public act, even if it's said in a private fashion. It's still being offered
0: for the entire church. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. So we're talking with Louis Tofari, who is uh, with us every every Wednesday ish uh, from from uh, Romanitaspress.com. Visit his website. Mm-hmm. And uh, Louis, I don't want to take up a whole lot of your time because uh, the voice sounds like it's going, man. But uh, do you guys still? <laughs> little, do you have a little more in you? Sure. Yeah, he's reaching down deep. <laughs> Read it down deep. He's like an Olympic athlete getting that second wind.
1: There you go. There, I I oh, pulled it boy. all together.
0: All oh, right. Boy. So, we're talking about words in the liturgy. And of course, prayers make up a whole big bunch of of the liturgy itself, right? I mean, we've right. got virtually the whole thing is a prayer, right? Yes. Yes. So, from chants to readings, names. so the word the word chant, for instance, chant comes from what? This is almost like the Latin word of the day,
2: cantu, cantu, from the word cantu, which means just to sing in Latin. Oh, it's yeah, like the word psalm, it. the word psalm in Hebrew, uh, it means to sing, and, and it literally, actually, it doesn't mean just to sing. It's literally a song of praise to God, is what psalm means.
0: Right. Wow. And canticle so would be all connected there too.
2: Song. Mm-hmm. Sorry,
0: I said canticle, canticle would be connected and, too, right? Yes.
2: Yes, a canticle is a different type of, uh, again, it's something. To, it's a declaration is what it is. A canticle is to declare something. If you think about the canticles we have, the Magnificat, the Benedictus, the Numptimittis, they're all making declarations of the praise of God.
0: They're all, right. all making
2: prophecies of something.
0: Got it. So uh, we're talking about the different words of the liturgy by the way the different elements of the of the liturgical worship what we're going to do is break them down for you uh and this time around we're talking about the various words and next time we'll talk about the different uh, postures and gestures that happen during the liturgy and then uh the different uh, the different objects that we use from candles we've mentioned before right. the different objects of worship and the and the places uh but today we're talking about the different words in the liturgy um but I don't know, what other words could we could we could we launch into? Maybe just like epistle and everyone knows epistle and gospel, I would think. What do you think, Lewis?
2: Epistle just means letter in Greek. Gospel means good news. Oh. In fact the word gossip is actually derived from the word gospel. But the idea was gossip originally was God sip, taking a sip of God, and it was something that was good. It wasn't about detracting your neighbor. It was about sitting down and talking with your neighbors. And the idea there is by talking with your fellow neighbor, you know, you're talking about, you know, elevating things, having an edifying conversation at the sip of God.
0: Uh, uh, Louis Tofari from Romanitas Press. Uh, visit there, RomanitasPress.com. Learning about the Roman Liturgy coming up tomorrow. Lisa, what are the times for learning about the Roman Liturgy? Remind us.
1: 10 a.m., 1 p.m., 6.30 p.m., and 10 p.m.
0: tomorrow. All righty, there you go. Lewis, man, I mean, I, 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 I hate to make you, you know, keep going with you talking, and you're just going to lose your voice. Oh, I'm fine. Really? No, don't... I'm not gonna lose my voice. All right, because you need no, it. To... Exactly. Don't you need your voice? You need your voice to yell at the kids later and stuff, don't you?
2: That's exactly what I was gonna say, Mike. I got four kids to scream at when I get home, so don't worry about it. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm not gonna lose my voice.
0: All right, let's continue on with the words that we hear in the liturgy, Lewis.
2: Um, You know, we we take for granted certain Hebrew words, and we forget that they're Hebrew and not Latin. So I mean, the three languages we have in the. Uh, in the actually four languages, I should say the four languages that we have in the Roman Rite: uh, Latin, which is by far the the one that's used the most; mm-hmm. uh, Greek; uh, Hebrew; and even a smattering of Aramaic oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. from when our Lord Jesus Christ uh, cried from the cross, "My God, My God, why hast Thou forsaken me?" Alloi, alloi, right. uh, and and so that was his native tongue. Um, so, Greek, of course. Of course, Kyrie Eleison, which is Lord have mercy, Christus Eleus, uh, Christ Eleison, Christ have mercy. Um, there's also during Good Friday, you have the um, um, the the, uh, the oh, just a second, I just lost my train of thought. You have the um, o Holy, or Mortal One, um, and that is that is sung partially in Greek and then partially in Latin. But the Hebrew words that I wanted to concentrate on, so for instance, Amen, which means so be it, oh, yeah, or yeah. let it be done. Hallelujah, which means to praise the Lord. Um, also, during the Sanctus, we have that word "Sabaoth," which means uh, Almighty um, or Powerful. So you know we have this nice mixture of different Mikaeli, 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 Michaelam, Raphael, Israel, Gabriel. Those are all Hebrew words, and El. Um, that refers to um, the A dash E L. So Mikaeli, its not supposed to be Micaeili. You hear that mispronounced all the time. But it's actually supposed to be Michaeli, um And then you have Israel. So Israel means people of God, and that A dash E L means of God. Oh. And then the rest of it means the people. So whenever you see that A E L. Uh, construction there on a Hebrew word that means of god something of god gabriel is like a messenger of god or announcer of god oh, raphael cool. is
0: yeah i love that
2: yeah guide of god god's guide okay yeah. um michael is who is like unto god right that's how he got his name so who is like unto god
0: right. um so and just and so israel you said israel before but say it again is, Israel. Israel. yeah. Meaning?
2: Yeah, meaning people of God.
0: People of God, yes, okay. I gotcha, I gotcha. Louis Tafari from RomanitasPress.com. Uh, I think, I don't know, do you have any others you want to go into?
2: Well, I, I, another word I like to concentrate is on the word canon, Roman canon, which is, of course, the part from the Te Ejitor up until the... Um, um, the per ipsum when he finally breaks the silence just before the uh, paternoster, mm. and the word canon simply means list or a designated list. And in this case, it's, it's speaking of the uh, basically the codified lists of prayers um, that are said for the most sacred part of the mass, and that it got called canon because basically um, you know especially with Pope, Pope Saint Gregory the Great uh, in about 600 A.D. He codified that that segment of the mass. This is exactly what prayers are said. Either the texts are said, and uh, this is what order they're said.
0: Right, and that would be—is it canon? Canon has to do with unchanging or something like that, doesn't it?
2: Well, it just means list. list. That's really what it means. I mean, right. it's a list to be followed. It's a list to be followed. Okay. It's, it's like or a rule. It's like the, the canon law is a list of laws.
0: Right rule. That's what I was looking for rule. Because we just talked about this. We 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 gonna have, uh, we've going to have. we have been going through the the mass with uh, Father Peter Scott, and he brought up because we're getting into the canon uh-huh. of the mass now. And so he was talking about j- that just the other day. Because canon is Greek, is it not?
2: Uh, it's it's Latin. It's, I mean, many have a Greek. It's, a lot of Latin words have Greek uh, uh, derivatives, or are Greek derivatives in themselves. Uh-huh. I just know canon as being a Latin word.
0: I got gotcha. you. Okay. So there you go. Uh, and it all fits together. Yeah,
2: that's, be sad to be said, like I said, so much of Latin actually, a lot of Latin actually comes from Greek. We just never really think about it.
0: The words we use during the the liturgy, uh, they mean things. They're important. They're not just words thrown in there, as we know. Uh, next time, Lewis, we're going to get into the different gestures, the kneeling, as we've talked about before uh the different postures and gestures during the mass sign of the cross all of that um and then uh, we'll uh, hey. we'll move on from there you know that sounds good all right buddy my hey. voice
2: will be recovered by then hopefully I, yeah, yeah i just want to i just
0: want to give you some honey and lemon and I just go, go gargle or something man and just <laughs> Take care of that throat. Uh, Louis Tofari, once again. From you know R-
2: what? I'm just going to go and have a root beer, you know, hard candy, and I'll be
0: fine. Oh, those are the best. I love <laughs> those. you got to be careful because sometimes somebody will sneak in. Somebody will sneak in a black licorice in there and make it look like it's a root beer, one of those barrel candies. Oh, oh I hate But I that.
2: love black licorice too. Oh, no, you're, not you're to one of those
0: tea. people. Oh, black licorice yeah, people. Yeah, well, I love weirdos. No, it's
2: like they used to have that black licorice gum, which yeah. you can't find anywhere anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've never under, never understood you people. My dad was the same way. You black <laughs> licorice you, people Lewis. are out of your mind. No, you got to go with the fruity licorice. <laughs> all right. See how we've digressed now. That's
2: not really licorice. That, that's cornstarch. <laughs> that's right. true. It's cornstarch with artificial cherry, f- strawberry flavoring. I mean, I love them, too. But yeah. you
0: know, hey. That's right. You can get tropical now, too. All right. So now we're talking candy. See, we go from canon to candy. It's you get it all with Louis Tafari, ladies and gentlemen. That's right right. All right. Remind times to us times again? Remind us press.com. Learning about the Roman liturgy. On with us tomorrow throughout your day. Lisa, those times. 10
1: a.m., 1 p.m., 6.30 p.m., and 10 p.m. tomorrow.
0: All right, buddy. Hey, go take care of that voice of yours. All right, Lewis? Oh, yeah. Thank you. All right. Count bless. You guys take
2: care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye, you too. Bye-bye. Sounds horrible, doesn't he?
0: Poor Lewis. Man. He said that happens sometimes, though. So... so.
1: I think he's been talking too much, yeah. <laughs> Loosen his voice. No,
0: I think he said uh, he said to me earlier that if that happens, he said if it clears up in a couple of hours; it'll be just fine. I don't understand that.
1: Yeah, me I mean, I think there's
0: a humidity thing in the room.
1: Oh, they've been having a lot of hot days down there, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. The dry
0: air. Wow. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna take a break. Get you some news of the day. Alyssa Lehman joins us next. From missilecovers.com. You like? How do you protect your Catholic missile? How do you protect that?
1: Right, it's important.
0: You can get a custom made cover for it. We'll deal with that next. Mike and Lisa Austin here on Magnificat Radio, Magnificat Media.com. This is your morning tradition where we are
1: living our traditional Catholic faith.
0: welcome back to your morning tradition here on magnificat radio magnificat media.com where we are living our faith and part of that living of our traditional Catholic faith is taking care of what we have now you go to mass and you see all different uh, all different levels of missile so to speak I mean you see really old ones you see it didn't take long if you use your missile, Yes. It doesn't take long for an off-the-shelf missile to get a little beat up. But then you see folks with uh, you know missile covers, and they're really nice, and most likely they came from MissileCovers.com. Joining us now is our good friend, Elisa Lehman. And I call you our good friend because we've never chatted before, but you know you're automatically our good friend now. How about that?
3: That sounds great, Mike. I'll be your friend. <laughs>
0: I need one. I really do, uh, Alyssa. Your whole business, Missilecovers dot com, is what yes. you do. You do missile covers, well, and breviary covers.
3: I do missile and breviary covers. Actually, I can make the covers for any size book, so I can make them for Bibles or prayer books, ah. uh, divine office, the little office of the Blessed Virgin Mary. You know, all the ones that are used daily. That can get tattered pretty quickly. If you want to protect it,
0: yeah, I can make it. Are Are you getting like the raw material? Are you getting the raw material and cutting to size and everything, and then putting a zipper on there and then embroidering, or what's the plan?
3: I buy the vinyl. It is made of vinyl. It's marine quality vinyl, so it's very durable. And I buy it in a fifty-four inch roll. So yes, I cut it to size. And I embroider it first while it's flat. That's a lot easier to do. Right. And then I assemble the cover after it's embroidered.
0: How long does it take to make a missile cover, one missile cover?
3: It's about two hours from start to finish. It's a little less or a little more depending upon uh, the size of the design and how long that takes to stitch out or... If there are any upgrades added, I do have a couple of different options that can be added to just the basic cover. So if there are any upgrades, it might take a little bit longer. But on average,
1: it's about two hours. Okay. Okay, so the, the, the pictures that we see on the Internet on, on your website, are those like standard and then you can upgrade from there? The, the embroidery designs that you see there are
3: the ones that I have already already ready made ready to go so yes you could say that they're standard then you can see there i have the options where you can add like a holy card pocket to the back side if you have Hmm. an embroidery design on the front or if you want a plain cover with just a pocket on the front if you want to add your name or initials to the back those those would be upgrades.
0: i (laughs) see yeah oh that looks nice yeah i'm looking at if you by the way ladies and gentlemen if you want to go there right now do not close out of magnificat Media.com. Just reduce our window. Okay, now that you've done that, you can still hear me. Go over to mo- uh, missilecovers.com and in the shop area, you can look at the whole catalog here. So you can custom do these as well. You're, you, you put names on and things. What a nice uh, gift this would be for First Communion. Yes. You know?
3: Absolutely.
0: Confirmation.
3: Confirmation. I have a uh, yeah. Holy Ghost design there that would be perfect for confirmation I can also do a custom design if someone has a logo or I do a lot of crests, family crests or Mm -hmm. organizations that have a crest or an emblem I can get an embroidery design digitized is what the process is called and you can probably see a couple examples there on the website as well of those and so pretty much the sky's the limit there you know if you have something in mind that you don't see there please just send me A little message I have a contact page and let me know what your thoughts thoughts are a lot of the great ideas new ideas have come from my customers Hmm. that have requested something that I never would have thought of
0: so yeah the
3: sky's the limit
0: so okay I gotta have the whole history of your company what were you doing before this what is your background are you an artist how did you how did you decide to start doing this
3: well primarily I'm a wife and mother we, my husband and I have ten children, and I started off actually as a homeschool mom. Uh, we moved to Kentucky where we are now almost five years ago, and before that, we homeschooled from the time our oldest was kindergarten age. You know, they they were never in school. And thankfully, uh, we we now are near a uh, traditional Catholic mm-hmm. school that we have our children in. The the oldest eight. Children are in the academy here. And that has afforded me a little more time to do, you know, my hobby has been sewing over the years. And I got a combination sewing and embroidery machine a couple years ago, and I really enjoyed the embroidery part of it. Hmm. So the bookstore here at our church had been purchasing embroidered missile covers from another company that closed down. And so the the woman who runs the bookstore had approached me and said, do you think you could make these? She knew I had done sewing and embroidery uh, for other occasions, for my own family and friends and that kind of thing to give as gifts. And so she asked me if I could make some to sell in the bookstore. And that's how it all began. Huh. And then it occurred to me that the need or the desire for these, since the other company had closed, was probably more widespread. And so I, I at first started selling them on Etsy. Oh, and yeah. when, the, when the demand there made me realize, okay, I really just need to get my own website. So that's what I, I did. And on, all along, I just kept saying, you know, if, if God really wants me doing this, then he'll send me the work. And he has. It's really blossomed, and it's helped to, you know, eight kids in the academy has <laughs> a price tag on it. Yes, yes it does. So yeah. It's it just the opportunities since we've moved here have just opened up so many doors and been such a blessing to us. So.
0: Really, really. We're talking yep. with uh, Alyssa Lehman. Alyssa is <laughs> the owner, the proprietor, along with her husband. Well, let's not, let's not leave your husband out of it. Your husband's Herb, right? Good old Herb.
3: That's correct. Yes, I love his it. name
0: is Herb. Kind of the silent yeah, he's partner, Herb's right? Herb the third, actually. He is what? He's Herb the third. My son and my oldest is,
3: is Herbert the fourth. So like, it's a fancy
0: name. I just like saying Herb the third. I'm going to say <laughs> it all the time. It
1: sounds pretty royal.
0: Yeah, it does. Melissa, <laughs> ma, uh, not Melissa. Missilecovers dot com. Alyssa, I keep wanting to say Melissa. Alyssa Lehman, and uh, she's our guest here. If you go to missilecovers dot com. Uh, You'll see all what she does. I have a couple more questions, but can you hang with us just for a second? Sure, I sure can. I don't know if you can hear the thunder and stuff. It has nothing to do with you. I just want you to don't feel guilty. (laughs) That's that's not God's vengeance or anything, okay? Okay. All right, hang on just a second. We're going to come back and uh, talk some more with uh, MissileCovers.com, Alyssa Lehman, and, uh, and get some more stuff about that. Oh, this is great. A good Catholic business. Maybe this is a whole new thing we could do. Catholic businesses. Mike and Lisa Austin. I love it. Magnificat Radio at MagnificatMedia.com, where we are living
1: our faith.
0: We are back. Mike and Lisa Austin here on Magnificat Radio, MagnificatMedia.com. This is our show called Your Morning Tradition, where we are...
1: Living our faith.
0: And actually, the whole radio station, the whole website dedicated to living our faith.
1: It sure is.
0: And we're going to wrap this interview up. We're going finish, to uh, finish out here this morning. Alyssa Lehman is on the phone with us from MissileCovers.com. And Melissa, uh, I always want to call her Melissa. Alyssa, I'm saying, I know you're busy, so let me just uh, ask you this. What's the turnaround time on on your Missile Covers?
3: The turnaround time is about five business days, usually a little bit less. I give myself five days in case orders get a little heavy um, from time to time, but usually in two days, but... I give myself five days just just in case, you know, If the family life gets busy too. That affords me a little bit more time, but yeah, pretty quick. People are, are happy to get them. I I ship them out priority mail. So I make them as quick as I can and they ship to you in two to three days.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, could you tell us, um, on the site, it says Leah's legacy. Is there a story behind that? There is actually,
3: uh, this hobby that I've had of selling over the years really turned into a business because my husband has been supportive and inspired me to, you know, take it to the next level to where it could be a business. And of course to do that, I had to upgrade and, and better equipment. I now have a, a 12 needle and a 15 needle commercial embroidery machine, two of them. And to make all that happen, took a lot of, you know, financial support and just support all around from my husband. So to name the business, I decided to take the first two letters of our last name, the L-E in Leah, and then the A is for myself and the H is for my husband, Herb. So that's how I got the name Leah's Legacy.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: That's creative.
1: It's very creative. You know,
0: have you always been a creative type person? Are you a sanguine?
1: Uh, I think I'm a little bit of a
3: sanguine, yes, and I don't know about so artistic. Not, I mean, I don't draw well or anything like that. But I don't know. I just really took to the sewing. It's kind of funny. I didn't grow up sewing. I got my first sewing machine after I was married and I had my first child. So I don't know. I just it's something I wanted to learn how to do. I took one little class like at a Jollyn store, and then I just took off running with it. Hmm. I like. I like. The fabric and putting it together and just you know having I guess that's that's my creative side yeah. I, I guess you could say
1: now if people don't want the the leather bound, could they have a different kind of material material like a canvas of some sort Burlap not burlap oh well actually, I don't use leather.
3: I don't really have a good source for the leather, and it's so expensive. And and when you embroider on leather, it almost like punches a hole out of the middle because it's basically a skin. So what I use is the vinyl. I I have used other materials in making missile covers for my own family in previous years before I started using the vinyl. Uh, So like I said, if, if anyone has a custom request, just message me through the contact page, and I will do my best to fulfill any desires that, you've had, that you have. I've had people even mail me covers that they already have, canvas covers and that kind of thing, and I've embroidered on those.
0: So, oh, that's
3: a great
1: idea.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Right, and If ahead. you
3: have a particular devotion to a saint or anything like that that you don't see a design for on my website, I have sources where I can look for designs. I just don't have them all pictured on my website. So if you, if you would like something that you don't see, there's a good chance that I might be able to get it already made also.
0: Fantastic. Missilecovers.com. It's, we're talking with Alyssa Lehman. And just so so people understand, um, it's not just a blatant commercial here, because you, what you do is really good work. And here's what I want to bring forth. We are all given certain skills, certain expertise, gifts from God that we are then to use for the greater good, right? For the glory of God. Right. And once you find those skills, you, you I mean, you didn't even start sewing until after you were married, and I, I suspect it was out of necessity. I mean, you're home, you're, you're repairing clothes, I guess, or something, right?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. You're right.
0: Yeah. You're right. But look at that. God gave you that gift that's just sort of been sitting there hovering, waiting for the right time to come out, and then boom, suddenly you've got this embroidery thing, and, uh, and and away it goes. And what I'm saying is, this is something that should inspire us all to look deeply at what is, what is our, our talent, what is our, our God-given talent. We all have them. What gifts do we have to bring to the table? And how can we use that for the glory of God? And when you look at these designs you have here, and the stuff you do, I mean, it's protecting our missiles and the bravery. And the bravery, right. Because when That's I first right. got my first missile, I, I didn't have a cover for the longest time. And I, just, right. I was, oh, I don't want those covers that cumbersome and all that. I don't want that. Well, you find out real quick, if you are using it, mm-hmm. that thing can wear out pretty fast.
1: Right. But she could also do the Bibles and she can do prayer books.
0: Yeah,
1: she can do any size. Awesome.
0: Right? Yeah, because you've got you've got. So I can I can imagine there's a big workshop at your house. You got a big room.
1: I do
3: have a big room. We're fortunate we have a finished basement, and so I kind of took over one one of the larger rooms in the finished basement. There's lots of storage area and a nice like L-shaped desk where I have my machines that I work on. So it's it's nice. Though I have to tell you, my husband even after this started he he just continues to amaze me and support me my heater in here kept tripping the uh the breaker and so my machine kept shutting off and that was a problem of course if i was in the middle of stitching out a design or something Mm -hmm. and so he ran another outlet for me and, and i needed more lighting and he hung more lighting and and wired in some more some more outlets and He's been, he's been amazing through all of this. And, of course, you know, spending more time selling has required more cooperation from the family and sacrifice from them. So it yeah. really is a family business because it takes the whole family in order to pull it all off. Very
0: yeah. well said. I love that. Yes, what do, it does. What does Herb Third do, by the way? What's his, his main deal?
3: He is an independent contractor in the field of telemarketing and networking.
0: Wow.
1: Awesome.
3: So he's self-employed, which has kind of given me a lot of example as far as, you know, initiative and running a business Mm -hmm. and taking the work as it comes. It might not be in all the time, but, you know, working extra hard at, at what it is I'm trying to accomplish, right. and yeah, he's been a wonderful example of that. And thankfully, his his work has been, you know, supportive over the years to allow me to be home when we homeschooled, and even now that the children are in school and and yeah. to do all of this. So very thankful for
2: that.
0: I understand. I understand. Alyssa Lehman from uh, MissileCovers.com. we're going I cut you loose because we're running short on time on our own fire show here this morning. Mike and Lisa Austin on Magnificent Radio, MagnificentMedia.com. Wednesday morning coming down. Already the 10th day of August. It is. Launch 4th. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I didn't get a chance to get to my... Uh, we have time for an airport story real quick? Sure. Just because this is from around the corner here in Wisconsin. This- You're in charge, Mike. The, huh?
1: You're in charge. I am. So you don't have to ask me.
0: Well, somebody's Just got to... So somebody's flying the plane it. and it's me behind the yoke? Uh-oh. We could be crashing into a mountain any minute. So uh, here in Wisconsin at Mitchell Airport in Milwaukee, they have started something. I don't know why somebody hadn't think or thought of this before. A lot of service dogs being used these days, right? Right. If you're going through Mitchell Airport and you have a dog for whatever reason... Mm-hmm. And let's say it's the dead of winter, or you you can't get... I mean, if you're in an airport, you can't just run outside with your dog. He's got to do his thing. True. They took... Let's see here. They took a... Converted a former family restroom into the service animal relief area.
1: Interesting. An
0: indoor potty place for the dog.
1: Is it real grass,
0: then? No, or? they have artificial turf. What they did is they took the floor up. And they put a grating down with a drainage system under it. Okay. Then they laid down artificial turf. Your dog goes in, sniffs around. I don't know if they have a fake fire hydrant in there, but they should. They should have a little tree <laughs> and a fake fire hydrant. Yeah. Paint clouds on the in the ceiling. Have a little bird sound effects and stuff, just like you're outside. Have a little breeze blowing to keep it all nice and fresh. <laughs>
1: That's now, funny. Now,
0: you are still in charge of cleaning up after your dog. Okay. But then they do go in... Every now and then, and they can hose off the entire floor, because and everything goes down into this drainage ditch, their drainage system.
1: Right, right. Isn't that wild? Yes, it is. That's kind of
0: cool. It's an indoor-outdoor place for your dog. Uh I just thought that was very innovative. All right, so we've got to get you out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you have a full day ahead of you, and so do we. Thank you for being part of our morning here. Absolutely. Magnificat Radio at MagnificatMedia.com, your morning tradition, where we are...
1: Living our faith.